My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I actually have recorded a IGTV slash Instagram live and also recorded it on my professional microphone because I'm in the recording studio right now and I thought I would kill two birds with one stone with recording this on Instagram and recording it for you. So essentially, I'm going to be doing a live Q&A. People are going to be asking things on my phone and I'll just be answering them in the microphone. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Before we get into that episode, that recording, I quickly just want a moment with you, my podcast listeners, to tell you that my new app, the new Mimi Method 2.0, new brand, new name, new platform, new vibe, new everything, is launching next week. I am so deeply, deeply excited. I know it's going to blow you all away. It It has been six months in the making here. The delays have been kind of crazy, but hey, that's kind of life with app developers, apparently. So I've had to learn that. And um, yeah, I, I just I've been working really, really hard towards this. So my whole heart is ready to share it with you, share it with the world. And um, yeah, really just thank you for being on this journey with me. I have had this overwhelming feeling all day of just deep, immense, immense gratitude. And I could cry thinking about it. I'm so excited for this next chapter. And um, I'll do a whole solo episode just for the podcast right before or the day it launches as well. So we can talk more about that then. Anyway, let's just get to the episode before I start weeping of gratitude. (laughs) And I'll see you guys soon. Hi, guys. I'm so happy today because the launch is happening next week. I can officially say that the launch is happening next week. And I'm going to be giving you the date for the live meetup, the in-person meetup for my time um, in London, like in the next day or two, because I need to organize some more things. But yeah, I'm really, really excited. It's been crazy. It's been a really intense, long six months of working on this. And to be honest, and I've said this before, I thought that this app would be up by the time I got to London, beginning of July. And, oh, is there no sound? Can you hear me now? Sorry. Um, Yeah, so the meetup. It's going to be free. And I don't know how many people are going to show up. So I'm kind of nervous because the venue, can you hear me? The connection sucks. You can hear me. Okay, I'm just going to turn off my Wi-Fi. All right. So the meetup, just to go back to that quickly. The meetup is going to be free. It's going to be in London. I'm thinking in like Fulham area, so West London. And I'm really, really excited, but I'm nervous because when I did that thing on Insta Stories asking everyone who would come to the event or how many of you, like 700 of you said you would. So I'm really hoping it's not that many people because the venue won't be able to hold that many people. I'm actually confirming the venue later today. And yeah, so I'm really excited to meet you all in person. Um, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be the launch of my app plus a meetup. It's going to be super casual from like 6 to 8 p.m. I'm thinking on the 18th. I need to confirm that, though. 
Um, the app is right now in beta testing mode. So depending on all of that and how the testing goes, then it's going to be the 18th. <sighs> what if you all show up? Someone asks. <laughs> I don't know what to do because my my venue probably is like 100 people max. Um, you don't sign up. You just show up. It's like a super casual thing. I'm kind of nervous because I've like only ever done like structured events before. So it's more like a meetup. Um, there's no tickets. So it's just kind of a show up thing. I'm just going to put it out there in public and see what happens. I'm kind of nervous. Um, someone says, can we help with the beta test? Yeah, actually, if you want to, well, maybe I won't say this now, but basically with the beta test, we're going to use 100 uh, users for the app that are already subscribed and give them the early version of the app to beta test it with us. But like, I'll stay tuned and I'm going to tell you how you can sign up for that because I don't know what to say for that just yet. I have to ask my developers where people can sign up for it. So yeah, um, that's a great idea. Someone says you could do a time limit and let people stay for a little and have the next uh, people come in. Um, yeah. If I have an organizer there, it's really casual. Like I'm going to have my friends and stuff and the owner of the venue and my videographer and a photographer, but I'm not going to have like a bouncer. So maybe Ben will be a bouncer. Last time I did an event um, in London a couple years ago, Ben was like the bouncer of the event. <laughs> so it was really fun. Um Oh, someone says they'll be there. So there's at least one person. Okay. If no one else shows up, we'll have a you and I night. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the questions because I'm also recording this for a podcast. Um, so maybe I'll take out the first part of this for the podcast because it's not really podcast material. But um, I actually just recorded a walking meditation just before putting this on. And I think it's one of the best ones yet. I was dying while I was writing it. I was I write my walking meditations on the treadmill. So um, I need to be in that walking state while I'm writing, um, like walking and running meditations especially, because I just get into the zone and I just get connected. So um, yeah, I was just, I wrote that one the other day when I was at the gym. And at the gym, I was just like, feeling like I was in the meditation while I was writing it because the music was so good and so my composer will make the music and then I listen to it when I'm on uh, the treadmill and then I write to it in my memos and I put like on my memos it's like at the three minute and 52 second mark say this and like I'm so specific and um yeah so then I go to the recording studio and then I record it after so I just finished recording it and it is so good like I cannot wait to release this one. Um, okay, so let's go to the questions here. If you have any questions, put them in. Oh, okay, here. Let's do this one first. How to turn your bad mood into a positive mindset. This is the question everyone wants an answer to, and honestly, sometimes including myself, but we, we have these tools. When you do this work, you always have these tools in the back pocket, um, in you know, your back pocket. I don't know that saying, whatever, you know what I mean. You have a tool or many tools that you can use and you learn these tools as you do the work. So for me, I have a list of tools in my tool shed, that's the term. And I always try to remember that I have these tools when I'm in a really bad mood. So some of my tools that are effective for me for example, could be doing a mini meditation, getting off my phone, like turning my phone off, like literally turning it off so I don't go on my screen because sometimes when I'm in that really low mood, it's because I've been on technology mindlessly scrolling too much. We all know that problem. So 
you have these tools in your tool shed and it's different for everyone. You know, there are some that consistently work for most people. Like if you just take a second and reevaluate your situation and do some, you know, introspective work and some self-realization, if it's something that you're going through internally, um, you know, you often feel better. For me, another one is journaling. And I have this micro habit for the past like five years, I've had this micro habit of journaling every morning. And I think that always sets my day off on the right foot. And on top of just being able to turn your bad mood into a positive mindset with these tools in your tool shed, whatever that may be, and we can go into that a bit further as well, you also need to know that creating micro habits throughout your day and having these things that you do daily just as a baseline will help you and prevent you from being in a bad mood more often. You know, we're not a victim to our mood. We're not victims in our life. And I think that's one of the best things that I've ever learned in this work, like one of the most effective concepts and principles that I've learned in this work is that we're not victims. Like you listening here right now, like you're not a victim. If you are on a smartphone and you are watching this right now and and you may feel like a victim in your life, you're not. <laughs> you're actually the creator of your life. And it's easier said than done. And of course, we all go through low moments and it's not like you can, oh, Layla's here. Hi, Layla. My amazing marketing officer, Layla. I don't even know like what to call you right now, but Layla's amazing, you guys. She's actually launching her professional uh, Instagram soon. So I'll share with you when that launches. But she's like a really incredible vision behind the new launch. Uh, she's had an incredible vision behind the new launch of um, the thing, the new brand, the new name. I feel like that almost came out of my mouth, the name, but I'm going to hold it in for a little bit longer. Um But yeah, what I was saying, just to finish off this last question about how to turn your bad mood into a positive mindset, you know, you have your basic micro habits that you have every single day and those are your baseline and those prevent you from being in a bad mood like excessively, I think, in my opinion. But then you have your tools in your tool shed, like journaling, doing a mini meditation, like even two minutes. That's why I do all these mini meditations on Mimi Method because it's so effective to just change your state really quickly. You know, you everyone has two minutes. You can't tell me you don't have two minutes. And, you know, if, if you're not going to do a meditation because you think you need just 20 minutes to do it as a minimum, then you need to consider doing a different type of meditation. Even if you're busy and you're about to walk to a meeting and you're not in a good mood, like put on a walking meditation. You know, if you're cooking dinner quickly because, you know, your kids are coming home from school or whatever it is and you don't have time to sit down for yourself, like do a cooking meditation. That's why I'm creating all these different meditations for different parts of your day because you can condition yourself and everyday activities to feel different. And that is the recipe for true change. Um, But yeah, to finish off that question, we're all going to have bad moods. But if you have a strong tool shed of tools that work for you to change your state and you also have a baseline of micro habits that you go to every single day, whether you're in a good or bad mood, those are the two tips that just came to the top of my head. Um, Okay. Oh my gosh. This... Oh, wait. Response couldn't be shared. Hold on. I don't know how to use this. My favorite meditation that I've ever recorded. The one I just recorded right now, like I was telling you at the beginning of this, the walking meditation, 
I think it might be one of my favorite ones. It's actually advanced, so it's like very deep and emotional. And, you know, of course, if you're a beginner, you can also like you can try it, but it might be a bit too intense for you. It It's very beautiful and deep. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it for someone that is like doing it for the first meditation they've ever done of mine. But the one I just recorded is insane. <laughs> um what is the title of it? I'm going to go look it up. The title is Limitless and Expansive Walking Meditation. I'm going to be releasing this one probably at the end of next week or the Monday following. Because um, you know with my new platform, I'm going to be releasing a new meditation every day of the week. So like, you're going to be getting so much content. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, one second... But yeah. Oh, I hate when I get notifications when I do these lives. So yeah, the meditation I just recorded. But I kind of say that it's like you can't choose your favorite child. <laughs> like That's how I feel about my meditations. And I've recorded hundreds of them. Every time I come to the recording studio, I do 10 new meditations. Um, and I'm here three times a week. So I'm at, the po- at this point recording 30 new meditations a week. And I have a full-time audio engineer, producer, um, composer that, that works with me. And, you know, we're, we're both full-time on this. We're, we're head in, right? So I would say that every time I make a new one, I'm like, oh, I really like this one. Um, but there are some that really stand out. And I guess I can make a list, but the ones I always go back to are the ones like a transformative morning meditation. I have a few of those. I actually have loads of morning meditations. I really need to do more evening meditations because so many of my subscribers are obsessed with them. And I record them and I do them sometimes, but my habit is doing a meditation in the morning and then like activity meditations throughout the day. So walking meditation or cooking meditation. So you know, it's it's really hard. I wish I had an answer for you. But like I said, it's kind of like choosing um, <laughs> your favorite child. Someone asks, is there a meditation video I can try for free? Yes, you can actually try all of my meditations for free. That's how much I believe in them. Um, oh, no, I just X'd my thing. Okay, sorry. I won't redo that because I'll take time. But um, yeah, you can try all of my meditations for free. I have a seven-day free trial. And if you sign up like in the next three, four days um, before the new app launches, like I'm going to say three, four days because that transition, um, I don't want to promise. But if you sign up in the next like three, four days, you can reserve the lower price for life. So with this new app launch that like the new app, the new Mimi Method 2.0 that I'm launching uh, end of next week, the prices are doubling because of so many different reasons. But the value of this product is unmatched. That's the first reason. Um, Number one is the technology is way better. I've invested in a completely new app, um, which is incredibly pricey. And also, I have meditations for every single time of the day. Any part of the day, it's a very unique uh, concept. You can't really find this anywhere else. Um, So the prices are going to be doubling. And if you sign up, uh, or if you're a current existing member, or if you sign up before this new app launches next week, then you can actually reserve the lower 50% off price for life until you unsubscribe. So, of course, I didn't want to um, like double everyone's prices that I've already been paying, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but it's just an opportunity for you, just kind of putting it out there. Um, if you want to subscribe 
and you want to try my meditations, do it like ASAP because you're going to reserve the smaller, the lower price, I mean, um, for life. So that's that. But you can try all the meditations for free anyways because I offer a free trial. So yeah, I also am starting to offer a money back guarantee with the new app as well because we just know you're going to love it. Like it's just, it's a fact. Um, And if you don't, then I will honestly be shocked, but I think you will. (laughs) You can get your money back if you don't. So, Um, all right. Rebecca says, do you get overwhelmed with the amount of expansion you have made? Ever feel uncomfortable? People don't talk about the up level and imposter syndrome. I love your honesty and you inspire me daily. Thank you, Rebecca. I swear to God, I deal with this every single day. And I think the trick is, is not to avoid this feeling of overwhelm, of feeling like an imposter sometimes. It's not about avoidance. It's actually just about acknowledging those thoughts, but not allowing them in. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice is not preventing it and putting, you know, fear towards it and resisting it. It's actually more about allowing it to flow past you and acknowledge it, but don't give it any energy, you know? And and I think that's a decision we can all make. Um, it's it's really easy to get into that spiral. And once you go into that spiral of feeling uncomfortable, like you're growing too fast, too much is happening, and you're feeling anxious about it, trust me, I experience that a lot. But what I try to do, and I'm not always perfect, but what I try to do is I try to just watch watch those emotions, those thoughts, those feelings kind of outside of me in a way because I know they're not true. You know, they're just, they're not part of me. So the second you start feeling those emotions, feelings, thoughts really deep inside of you, and I always kind of talk about emotions in this way, like feeling it inside of you, then that's kind of where you're going wrong. You, you have to just acknowledge them but not let them in. So yeah, people don't talk about it enough. And I have dealt with not feeling like I'm ready and feeling anxious for the future so much. And yeah, you just got to keep going. Like there's no secret to it. And um, it is scary, but it's also beautiful and it makes you feel alive. And what's life about if, you know, you aren't feeling alive, right? Like that's my why. If you listen to my meditations, if you you know, learn about me and and listen to my podcast and, you know, you know about me, you know my one biggest goal in life is just to feel more alive, to feel more life. We're only here for such a short amount of time in this world. And what is the point if you don't feel alive? Like, this is why my meditations, like, make you feel a different this is why i created them because i couldn't find much else out there that were like energizing motivational meditations that weren't like overly spiritual i am spiritual in my way but i I don't present that through my meditations as much um just because it's i like to like it's just not what resonates with me with meditations as much um so i wanted to create a very new different type of meditation because of that deep underlying need of mine and others to feel more alive so um let's see here we have a question about will you ever do any breathwork specific videos um yeah i have loads of i use breathwork all the time in my meditations so if you do the future self breathwork meditation i have in the app that's like very focused on using your breath and your body to embody 
that little twist on words there, to embody your future self energy. And um, I'm going to look into breath work a bit more too. I'm not, I'm not that aware of like all the different types, but I do it in my own way. And it does really help you get into your state of being in that receptive, open, um, you know, mindset and, and energy. So yeah, I definitely need to look into it more, but I already include it in loads of my meditations. And it's a great way to get out of your head as you hear all the time in my meditations. I always say a great way to get out of your head is to get into your body. That's a little term I've coined. Um, and I thought of that because that's how I like to get into my into my state. I start feeling my body. And what inspired me to also use this saying is once I was at a Tony Robbins event and back in the day. And he said a great way to change your state is to change your physiology. So that's like a very instant thing you can do. So in my meditations, a great way, I, I thought, to change my mindset if I'm overthinking, this is a great thing to do if you're overthinking a lot, is to get out of your head and just feel your body. Because you can't really focus on both at the same time. Like if you just feel your heart beating, your lungs expand, you know, your breath and feeling just your you know your cells and how they're vibrating like not that you can really feel that but like visualizing it you get out of your head so that's one thing that i like to do all right next question all right someone says how many times a day would you recommend doing mimi method um to see a result so it depends on what results you are needing um you know at the end of the day mimi method or my meditations can pretty much help you in most areas, I would say, in your life, your relationships, your body, your self-love, your mindset, your motivation, your confidence. So it depends on what the result is that you want. But, you know, one of the mindsets, the ways of thinking that I've tried to step away from over the years, which I definitely struggle with because I love this mindset of like, you know, go all in, all or nothing. But it's the more I age and learn about life, the more I realize that it's really about those small compounding habits every day. So if you just commit to yourself to do it once a day, and even if that means a two-minute morning meditation, or if that means doing a morning meditation, a walking meditation in the afternoon, and then an evening meditation, you know, great. You know, like that's amazing too. But just committing to yourself to just do one a day, whether that's two minutes or, you know, two hours worth. And it's it's up to you, but I think just committing to that one micro habit of just being just doing it will help you long term with all the results that you want. All right, someone says, I can't seem to concentrate when I meditate and I lose focus and give up. Do you have any suggestions? Thank you, adore you. Well, thank you. Have you done my meditations? Because my meditations were kind of designed for people that don't like meditating. Funny enough, I actually was the kind of person that would say <laughs> I'm not a meditator. My mind works too quickly. I think too much. I hate meditating. That's what I used to say. That was my old narrative. Like, honestly, until three years ago, like that was what I said. I can't meditate. My mind works too quickly. I can't stop thinking. So that was that was me. And now look at what I'm doing. So just know that if you don't like to meditate, it may be because you are trying the wrong meditations. So that's one thing I would say. Um, and the other thing is don't think that you need to think of nothing when you're meditating. I don't do those meditations. Like, no offense to all those other meditation apps that, like, don't have any music in them that just tell you to focus on nothing or just, like, focus on your breath or think of nothing. It's like those I cannot do. Like, honestly, for the life of me, they make me more anxious doing them because it's just like, <sighs> like, you know, so 
um, what I would say is, is, is try to do a meditation that makes you think of things. A lot of my meditations, they're visualization meditations and you're so in it and you're thinking about your, your dream life and you're visualizing your future and that feels amazing and you're thinking of something. So it's not like, you know, you, you aren't, you're trying to not think about anything, right? So I would try those if I were you. Um, oh, and you say, I can only concentrate when I do yours. Well, I think that is a sign then. <laughs> Maybe you should just do mine. Not to toot my own horn, but my meditations are the best. I have done every meditation on the market. The other ones that I really like are Dr. Joe Dispenza's, but like they're not every day for me. They're so intense and like they're turning into a bit more spiritual, which is fine, but I can't do that every day. Like it's just too much. Like I want more meditations that like help me just like get motivated for my day and feel really good and and positive. Like his, I will never say anything bad about because they are just like, you know, he he's the reason I got into meditation, you know, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's a huge, you know, idol of mine. But, you know, like they're all like really long, like hour long, like really intense, very deep and spiritual and like, you know, I love that for a time and place, but I needed something more every day for me. Do you have any rest days of weekends, um, if not meditating? For sure. I miss meditations often. And a lot of you guys probably wouldn't assume that because it's like, you know, I'm the poster child for my work. But I have definitely struggled with being consistent. Um, And the only thing that's kept me consistent is being able to tell myself, okay, you know what, even if I'm not doing a seated meditation today, I'm just going to listen to a chill-in meditation while I'm getting all this work done on my computer. Because I've been very overwhelmed with work lately. And full transparency, it's been very overwhelming and stressful and has given me a lot of anxiety um, because I didn't have, you know, I didn't have the tools in place at times and I forgot about my tool shed at times because I'm human just like everyone else and um yeah so I definitely go through days without it but then when I do even if it's just listening to a chillin meditation while I'm working to feel like I could just take it off my list I feel so much better like my confidence goes up I'm like I did it I did a meditation even though I was like not meditating I was you know working on my computer listening to like a chillin cool meditation with affirmations embedded in kind of programming my subconscious mind while I'm doing emails like it's kind of you know I don't think we should be so hard on ourselves thinking that we need to meditate for 20 minutes twice a day like so many people do um, with other types of meditation it's like I believe in meditation that you feel really good while doing and you feel good about you know taking off your list as well you can do it at any time of the day okay do you recommend protein powder and smoothies or do you food combine I eat protein powder in my smoothies. Most times I have smoothies and I do not follow food combining principles. I tried it last year. I actually have a whole podcast on this. Um, I tried it for like months last year, did more of like the plant-based food combining way of eating and it really didn't work well for my body. So um, yeah, I don't do that anymore and I just practice intuitive eating and I've never had a better relationship with food. I've never been happier. I've never maintained my weight so easily. I've never had clearer skin. I'm not wearing any makeup right now. And yeah, I'm eating gluten, dairy, (laughs) carbs, but mostly high quality foods. And um, if I'm eating meats, it's going to be like a grass fed or wild caught fish or something grass-fed beef or wild-caught fish but I don't really eat it often but I don't have any restrictions on myself and I don't 
my, you know, I don't base a part of my identity on my diet anymore, which I used to always do. And I just eat healthy and I listen to my body. And I'm going to say something crazy. And a lot of you guys may not know or agree with this, but I think the more I focus on my inner world, the outer stuff doesn't matter as much. Like I will literally, like the other day, Ben made these insane sandwiches. Like Ben eats anything he wants and mostly carbs. Oops. Um, Ben eats anything he wants and like mostly carbs. So he was making these toasted ciabatta chicken sandwiches and that's like gluten, dairy, this, that. And he was like, oh, do you want one? Because like, it smells good. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I like barely thought of it. I was like, yeah, okay. And I ate it <laughs> with full love <laughs> for this food. And I was just enjoying every last bite. And I ate it in a mentality of not not feeling bad about my body, of feeling really in the moment and enjoying this food and not obsessively thinking about how unhealthy it is or how I need to go work out after or whatever it is. And I had the best day of my life <laughs> because I was not bloated. I felt light after. I actually ate that sandwich and felt light after. And this happens consistently. When I'm eating foods that normally would have triggered me and I'm in the wrong mental state, aka my whole mental state for the past decade about food until like a year or two ago, I would like bloat if I ate the quote wrong foods or, you know, all that jazz. But now if I'm in that really good mentality and I'm eating quote foods that don't sit with me, um, so well with me, then I actually don't have any adverse reaction whatsoever. And that's that. And I truly am now starting to see in my own life the results of embodying and maintaining this kind of mindset. It's so crazy to think of that our minds are this powerful. And I'm just seeing it in my own life. Like, it's yes, of course, health is important. And I do crave healthy foods and I love fueling my body. But if I'm in the mood for something else and I eat it with love towards myself and my body, I'm going to digest it differently. It processes completely differently in my body. I don't know how, I don't know why, but it happens. So that's what I'm starting to realize. And um, yeah, it's a very interesting road to be down. I don't like to be obsessive anymore. So Someone says, I'd love to hear an episode with the Skinny Confidential. And you, Lauren, first introduced me to your meditations, and she mentioned you. Thank you so much. Guess what? We booked it in. I'm flying to Austin, Texas next month, and I'm doing podcasts um, with a few of my friends, and one of them is Lauren. So I'm going to be on her podcast, and she's going to be on mine. We're doing a little podcast swap, so I'm really excited for that because she's amazing, absolutely amazing. I've been listening to her podcast for ages, too. Okay, I think I'm going to call it a day. But before I do, I'm going to answer two more. What hormone balancing supplements do I take? So a few people have responded to my story that I did showing that I have like uh, hormone, like natural hormone balancing supplements from my functional doctor, Dr. Mallory. I cannot tell you what I'm taking because it's so specific to me. I had tests done and Dr. Mallory did like really intense um yeah, tests on me and, and she looked at all my symptoms and how I'm, you know, living every day. And she basically prescribed these to me because of what she saw in my needs. So if I show you what I have, then it doesn't mean that it's good for you. It could even be 
a disadvantage to your health to take them um, because I don't know what's happening in your body. So what I would say, if you are a woman and you want to deal with an amazing functional doctor, because I think she mostly works with women, um, Dr. Mallory, I tagged her in my stories. She's my, she's my favorite human, honestly. We, we do like you know, like half of our conversations is like therapy and then like doctor stuff. So she's really holistic, full body approach. Um, so yeah, someone says, I just finished your 10 minute morning, Medi. Yes, girl, killing it. Hope you feel amazing. All right, you guys are the best. I'm going to call this a little live. And um, yeah, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for watching or listening. And We'll connect soon.